Hey, we are Agnes and Michael Fritz. We currently live and work in Los Angeles and are the founders of Vivo Con Agua in California. The mission of our foundation is to supply countries like Ethiopia, Nepal and Uganda with clean drinking water. Our aim is to do this by intersecting the clean water mission with the love for art, sports, music and culture. Our podcast focuses on the daily struggles of a social startup, running a business with your significant other, while raising a family and adjusting to life and cultural norms in a new country. Agnes, you want to have the good news or the bad news? The bad news. Uh, we don't know when, where, and if it works. What? Uh, that's the good news. We get an introduction to Vince Carter. Who is Vince Carter? He won the NBA Slam Dunk Contest and was one of the most uh, celebrated basketball players of all time. What's the M NBA Slam, con slam Dunk Contest? <laughs> I have Seriously? no idea about sports. No I mean, Viva Con Agua uses the universal languages of music, arts, and sports, but sports is not my Language. thing. No. You seen a basketball game before? Probably. You know that some people can slam dunk, your husband not? Yeah, probably. You know what a slam dunk is? If you put the ball into the <laughs> 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 Really? Like that? If you slam it, bam! You know? Okay. And there's a, a game once a year where the best players of the East and the West play against each other called the NBA All-Star Game. One of the highlights. And there's also a slam dunk contest. So this is the guy who has the most swag uh, while slam dunking. So it's about the swag? Actually, basketball is pretty much about swag yeah but it's is it about the swag how you slam dunk or is it about how many slam dunks you you do in a row it's about the swag if you ask me that way it's you only have you have one slam dunk and then there ha you have like a jury which gives you point for the style of the slam dunk okay so it's not about how many you can do in a row okay so, and you have probably two attempts and then you get the next one is coming hmm But maybe this podcast should not be about basketball. Yeah, yeah but it's interesting to learn something about <laughs> yeah. the universal languages of sports. <sighs> so funny. I don't know the English expression, but Kernkompetenzen Komplementärverteilung, which is one of my favorite words. In core competencies. German. Yeah, but, uh, um, but it's even more than core competencies. It's the distribution of core competences between the two of us which is quite interesting because there are so many things where I have no idea same complementary core competences yeah exactly that would be the word CCC GCC so um, what have you done this week what happened <clears throat> I can't even remember because so many things happened basically I would say we started our upcycling collection um, project. So we have now two really nice fashion designers with us um, and our house um, yeah, turned into a really creative creative um, artist um, atelier. Do you say it like that in English? Um, so everywhere is like denim and colors and 
different styles of like fabrics and and I also learned that um, they're usually not all of them are really uh, they do not all of them want to be called fashion designers because fashion is also a way of old school so it's fashion is uh, linked to a fast fashion and so um, it's better to say clothing designer for example so so we started that and it was really intense and then on the same time we had uh, music projects going on so um and then also some other stuff um was happening it was so funny when you said about uh spoke about this uh, studio and uh, crazy fashion and denim design i was looking behind you <laughs> where the children of our little one are like the thing we all yeah. always put up wherever we go so um, it reminded me of how like this house is living, working uh, uh, environment, which is sometimes crazy. Um, so what ha for people who have no idea what we're doing here with this artist residency, um, how would you explain it to them? What's the purpose and why a non-profit, although we on a legal Uh, uh, on a legal way we are a non-profit but we are an all-profit from the spiritual philosophical thinking but why we invite these two fashion or clothing designers to come here to create something with us to invite them is also something new because we haven't worked with fashion designers before but now we have had the opportunity to work on a upcycling collection um, with um, Levi's Because usually in the um, in the old school um, fashion um, industry, um, how much one third is um, of the of the of the clothing is thrown away if it's not sold. Um, this applies to all kinds of like brands, and they were giving us um, a big amount of their of their stock, which usually usually would have been thrown away. Um, so we decided that this is a really nice project. First of all, denim and jeans is linked to water because it uses a lot of water. Um, so it's yeah, it's water intensive um, production wise. Um, and then secondly, we thought it would be a really nice um, way of um, upcycling it with um, um, inviting creative and sustainable fashion designers um, who also never worked with jeans before but had like this crazy um, ideas about how you could upcycle how you could sustainably change also the fashion industry um, and yeah there it is so we invited them and it, we also want to link them up here within within the fashion market um, in LA so uh, it's been now one week and already a lot of things happened and uh, for them it was also quite challenging to like um, upcycle um, things which are already there so like pair of jeans you know which is just there from I don't know what's what's the like from from the sizing and and everything and and they also said it was quite intense to like use what's already there and to do something new because usually they create something new I just checked if it's really recording sorry for that interruption And since we uh, since we wanted to make everything transparent, so the cooperation with Levi's, um, it's a sponsorship. Uh, we get uh, roughly thirty thousand uh, euros or dollars. I don't even know. I don't This know is the currency issue. 
and for from them and this helps us uh, paying the Airbnb where we're living um, and working so the studio uh, helping to finance the flights and all the, the costs we have on the material and production side and you think this could work with like uh, creating an upcycle social fashion brand here in Los Angeles what's your impression after one week I mean it's crazy to ask like after one week but what's your feeling so first of Oh, we had the idea one year ago that we could do more because we had this really nice hoodie with water is life everywhere and everyone liked it. So we thought, oh, maybe this could be also some some way where we could like really do more here in L.A. Um, and then for me, it was a nice opportunity to, to just open this door and, and look behind the door if there's like new opportunities. Um, and for me, it's it's really nice because we also have had contact from um, a person uh, Max who is like really into green fashion showroom green sustainable um, um, trade fairs in Germany so he's really well connected and he helped us with a lot of connections here in LA as well and so it was really nice to see different ateliers and different workspaces how people upcycle how they reuse like old clothing and everything. So there's a lot going on here. And I think also Buki and Jule, um, the two designers, were really inspired. And the first two or three days we went shopping like for buying garns and buying, you know, like not fabric, but like some some things we, we, we need. And also just to get inspired by the city and buy what is already happening. And there's a lot of things happening. So for me, it feels like after one week that there's, um, a lot of things to do and I really liked what I what I saw and how people upcycled reused and also revalued old clothing and that's that's a really that's that that's a really important thing what I learned that revalue old things which usually would would be waste but um, if you if we try to consume less and reuse old things um, that's that's really what I believe and what we should do so rethink revalue and reuse um, which is at the moment our working title for the subline of the fashion collection. Yeah. Rethink, reconstruct, ah, and then nice. revalue. Ah, nice. Yeah. I mix it up again. And how would the collection then work? Like, as a social business, it's stupid for me if I ask a question and then uh, I know it already. Yeah. So, this is stupid. This is not working like that. I have to uh, make it transparent as well. Like 30% will go to the artist and 70% will go to Viva Panagua to, to raise um, funds for our water project in Ethiopia and Uganda, uh, which are, is the aim for 2020. Um, you spoke about like the other project as well, like um, about the music project. What have you done this week on the music project? So we have one musician here, Male Levy, Pablo Charlemagne, okay, from the Irie Revolty. <laughs> and he met a couple of musicians here and dudes and already went into two music studios or three, I think. Uh, produced two songs um, and one music video. So it was intense days also with him. Um, really nice and uh, as, as I know him already and, and he's also the godfather of Frida. Um, it's it's really nice how he 
can connect immediately without having the same language you know like he's rapping or toasting how you say that in the in the uh, reggae and dancehall world um in in german and in french so um but but he doesn't need to like talk english it's it's more about the flow and, and the vibe and everything and the melody and and yeah he he produced already two two and more songs and i really liked how it flowed and um he was really inspired and it was really nice for me it's interesting to see that he was so self-organized and so um active by himself because some of the times you had to take care of the fashion thing i maybe had to take care of the little one or i had some meetings or was it the uh, lafc or uh, whatever and he did, did a lot of stuff by himself and also the whole cooperation and i would love to dig into that now uh, about skid row not many musicians i know could have done that in that way because he's firsthand i think he's an activist and then he's a musician mm. Is it, you would agree on that? Yeah, sure. And he's, <clears throat> I mean, I think in the last episode we talked about the Skid Row and this the, one of the biggest streets and communities where a lot of people without shelter live. Um, and um, there's also a musician we met and, and we wanted to like work on with him on, on a toilet paper, which was a different thing. And then they met and then they flowed and... And then he said, oh, he raps also. And then they went into the studio and it, it flowed. And, and usually you can't plan that. It just happened. And that's really cool because sometimes um, we we hope that this will happen. Um, but we don't know that. So we can't plan. So it was really nice. And then also um, as the other musician, Crusoe, who still lives on the street there on Skid Row, is also an activist. And Pablo is an activist. And, and they both are really into like social topics. So they... They flowed, I think, on that activist level and, and then secondly on the music level. And it was really nice. So, yeah, they went into the studio, recorded the first song. A random a singer, also uh, living in the skid road, stepped in and, and um, recorded a hook immediately, like with a lot of love and passion in it. And then uh, we recorded um, a music video. Was he really random? I think there was a connection. Between there was a connection, of course. And we should make but it they transparent. Didn't, but they didn't plan it, you know. No, no, no. They didn't plan it. But the connection is the one bought drugs from the other. But oh, I didn't know that. Uh, I think like that. And Crucial is now not <laughs> on drugs no more and tries to get the other one out of drugs too. So this is the connection. As I understood, uh, like uh, Pablo told me. Uh, or Crucial told me, yes, we spoke about transparency. My wife is rolling her eyes. <laughs> Why is he telling that? That's not good. Um, the whole skit, because we were thinking, like, since we don't know how to do a, a podcast properly, maybe, or in a, we haven't, we have just started it. You're rolling eyes again? No. <laughs> But we said that um, we want to come up with an idea which uh, about how to... S <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, <laughs> you make it not easy for me today. I'm I not. <laughs> um, okay, maybe we cut that, maybe not. We don't know yet. Um, so we agreed on that. And every episode we will have like one major underlining theme, which is in this episode, just do it. So, um, 
No? How 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 would you do it? Can you rephrase it? I reflected on the macro topics which are like everywhere and all the time in our work working structure and also um within our um family life or business life and 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 I we noted down some like topics which are coming which are coming back I would say every week and we thought about sharing it with you uh so that would be the structure I would say and like every week we can maybe talk about one thing which always comes back and which we always use as like some sort of like underlying not vision mission but like um working force you know like yeah thanks for rephrasing my thoughts and uh, I was thinking like Skid Row really works with it this idea of just do it because this was our way of doing Skid Row because or the whole project about it because Paul and Crucial were really sensitive about it I think for right because they have done a lot of bad experience and as I understood it they were quite happy that we made it happen that it really worked out that we produced the song that we went down again to Skid Row to shoot a proper music video to do it really professional to make them like like uh, do the song on a professional level as well and give them like a platform to to communicate and you have been in Skid Row I haven't been there but only what people told me about it it was really like that uh, there was a lot of appreciation by the community for doing the song and being there and uh, giving awareness and appreciation and love to to Skid Row what would you say yeah um <clears throat> And what I still remember from the last week um, was Crucial saying that for him it's all about opportunities and patience. So um, it's not about what we do, it's not about giving back and going there and shooting like a professional uh, music video, but it's giving maybe some opportunities to step up and, and do like a music production with like a German artist, you know, so... Um, and then also um, he's saying that it's not about sustainability all the time and blah, blah. So it's more about for every person is being about <laughs> being patient. Um, he's, he just cleaned his nose. I'm sorry, I'm sick. He ran away in the middle of me talking and cleaned his nose. <laughs> Um, yeah, I wanted to be polite for our audience to not. N <laughs> Now I'm not polite. I just put in some water because I'm really I need to drink a lot of water. Everybody should drink water. We drink tap water here because we got a good filter. Sorry to interrupt you. Where have we been? That he brought up um, that the most important thing for him and for every relationship, partnership, whatever is opportunities and, and, and patience. And so the first you need, because and not everyone is taking all the opportunities he's getting. Some people think it's like, okay, may, maybe this is random, overthinking it, not taking the opportunity. And he's just all about uh, all about taking and seeing opportunities um, for a big change in lives. And then also to be patient if the opportunity is not coming or if there's nothing coming and, 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 and it's not about... Um, 
um, just doing it once, but um, really coming back. So we met him three years ago. And I think he was like, okay, maybe these are just random guys coming and then going back, you know? And every year we contacted him. And this year he was, ah, they're coming back and back and back. So they really want to work with us. So for them, it's really real. You know, it's not just, okay, we go there, do like a music production video, whatever. And then, and then we never come back. So I don't know if this makes sense with like opportunities and patience, what I'm saying. But for me, this was a really nice conversation and it still sticks in my head because um i i really liked how he explained that every human being should like um have these two not values but this these two ways of like um seeing what what um what could happen in in, in your life i'm not really good in my expression Today. I think we are both really tired to make it uh, <laughs> transparent as well because we had so oh God, much yeah. workload and uh, no sleep. No sleep. But I would say I'm good in opportunities and I'm really bad in being patient. And when it comes to like, I, I, I love that expression by him so much because uh, it tells also a lot about Viva Conagua because we are not looking consistently on short-term results. Of course, we want to have an impact, we want to have an output of this artisan residency, of the Vivo Conagua California program. It's also about the social mm. media, blah, blah, blah. But at the end, nothing of that really matters. The only thing what matters is like on a long-term uh, to get as many people the free access to clean water, to raise awareness, to get people active. And these are the main goals. And I think so opportunity and patience also works for Vio Conagua and sometimes we could be more patient and could even offer more opportunities. Yes, and, and what I what I noted down for like um, macro topics for our podcast is 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 for example one um, note is like activism versus structure. So for me um, usually I have this like long term planning somewhere in my head you know so and i know that there is like the bigger vision and mission of viva con aqua of supporting people with clean drinking water sanitation and hygiene but then on the other side this gives me a lot of opportunities to have that like big picture to have that big goal but then to like really act every day just do it if you know like some things do not work out we have a new and chair. and to um really be an activist, you know, like to not only stick to the normal rules, but to just do it and and have the the bigger picture in mind. And I really like that um, balancing that that balance of like um, of of working flows and energy. So if you have um, if you only have your plans and you have to stick to your plans, there is no op no like openness for like opportunities which could come up every day, you know. And if you have that that a free flow thing that you, we don't have to stick to the normal rules. We don't have to stick to the normal plan. We can be open for that new opportunities and for these new people to meet or new networks or new whatever, you know? So, and I like this balance and, and, um, um, and then also it's sometimes better to not overthink it and, and just do it and, and to have, yeah, to have that bigger goal in mind, but um, to be able to like say, okay, but, 
now, as I said this week, now I don't focus on the structure of the 501c3 nonprofit founding of organization and long-term planning. This week is all about artists and residency. It's all about fashion designers and it's all about Marley Levy being here and connecting him with like local musicians. And I just skipped all the other things, you know. I put it all on like the to-do list from next week or in two weeks. And I just focus on that the whole week. It's interesting because like, um, and frankly speaking, we are not paid any money by Nike only because we're using their claim. Um, but the claim works quite good for us because it's like when we started Vivo Canagua, when we started Goldheimer, Miller to now California, or also they hold the chapters of Vivo Canagua on the African soil. Actually, it works quite good with just do it, just do it and don't think so much. And the same is now true for Vivo Canagua Denmark, who just started it. And if you overthink all the, um, the possibilities which could go wrong or there could be that feedback or what we don't have rules yet we don't have to set up to start something like Vivo Conagua in Denmark now who is doing it can we trust this guy and blah 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 you're not doing it to focus on the things like why are you looking at me like that <laughs> <laughs> because I really appreciate all the time you're just doing it energy like because you since I since I know you um, I really think that this is like a really good activism energy. But I also think it only works, what I said before, if you have like this underlying uh, main goal, main picture, and, and you already like it's, it, you, you know, like you're, you're feeling it and you know it, you have that, that bigger picture in mind. And for example, if we work with like new volunteers or new people coming up, what could I do? Sometimes it's really like, and you you just reply them and, and answer them and say like just do it and then they're like yeah but what and how and blah and you know like you you can see like all the question marks and in, in their in their faces were like how and and sometimes then people don't do it because they need some sort of like framework you know it's interesting because this energy can only flow like the acti activism can only flow if there's structure too so I could only be that guy because I had in former times like Benjamin as a close car aspiring partner. I still have him, but like when we started in Okanagua, uh, he was really taking care about the structure, about finances and all these things. We had Miriam, who was our CEO kind of, uh, we had Doris, um, you taking care a lot about the structure, although you're also good in the other stuff, but taking care of it because you know otherwise it will fall down backwards. So um, I can only be that fool if um, if uh, somebody's also taking care of the other roles, and which is interesting because when I reflect on that, I had a lot of times working with people who didn't appreciate the structure because the stereotype of the structure is shit. We have to redefine and re-image and relabel the stereotype of structure. Because a lot of people think structure is not good. I love people who say, I love excellence, I love structuring and stuff like that. Because these are the best people for my energy or my potential to work with. Because they laugh actually, like others say, then oh, I always have to clean up the mess Michael is producing. I always have to do that, blah, blah, blah. Which is actually structure in a way. 
But yes, um, I just came to my mind. So I want to add one more thing about Crucial because Crucial is now doing has done the song and he's now doing the design of the Gold Armor Toilet Paper, so it can be really interesting. So um, he's really becoming one of our main um, guys to work with, and he's like. Uh, of course, it's something completely different if an artist from Skid Row does uh, the design of a social toilet paper for Skid Row than any agency in the world would do it, or any graphic designer who got a briefing. So it's really grassroots movement, and I'm so happy about it because I was always scared a little bit about like this superficial world which LA attracts so much. There are so many superstars here, and also the fashion world. It's so sometimes superficial only sometimes and it's only maybe a stereotype but that i'm really happy that we have also this uh groundwork basement real street credibility whatever you name it um with crucial and the toilet uh paper story that it really um yeah it's not going crazy and nuts and only hollywood and that but it's real, it's getting real. It's real for all the people who live out there without shelter. It's incredible to just be on that street and to imagine what what kind of like daily struggles they have. I mean, they, um, during the music video, I, I just went away to have like a coffee and to look for a toilet because of course there's no one out there. Um, and then I came back and then I saw them the 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 rapping and singing guys um and and the filmers um and they opened up this um how do you say that water the the, uh, the 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 red things where water is coming out if there's like a fire, fire you know fire um and they opened it and then they did something with the water and I was like what the fuck you know like why why do they do that now I mean <laughs> we we can't just like um mess up with water out there and then Uh, they said no. That's what I usually do for like taking a shower, you know. And 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 yeah, I don't know how it will look in the end at during at like in the music video, uh, but for me it was yeah, it was just I don't know. It was just weird to like really be there and 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 experience the people and talk with the people and share like some stories and and to see the the living realities there. I mean you been there of course like as a producer and as an activist but you cannot go somewhere else uh, somewhere in the world without being also a mother like you told me the story about like there was this one mother living with four children is it right like have you seen where she was living no oh, did you speak to her no no you just saw her yeah it's not about that i mean it always it's not about i don't want like I just see that I, I see living realities here and then and then you know usually this gives me just a reflection on my privileged life I have you know I can't judge on what I see I can't judge on on on, on people's working and living realities I don't want to do that um uh, I don't want to judge if they're happy or not happy if they struggle or if they don't struggle I don't want to compare it you know But this gives me just all the time the opportunity to like really reflect my living and working reality. My um, motherhood, you know, my, my do you say, sorrows, um, to reflect on, on my possibilities and on, on, on my um, uh, 
um, yeah, living and working way. So we, we have everything, you know, like we can do everything what we want. My daughter is raised up on in the best ways, you know, so and it's just all the time I come to a point where I think, okay, what <coughs> could Sorry. I uh, bless you? What could I do more? What can I do? What's in my, you know, how can I stand up for people which which can't stand up on their own? Maybe, you know, like I don't want to also say that because usually like um, usually human humans are so strong and, and can always stand up. Mm, now you go away again and clean your nose. But it's interesting. This is it's just standing up sorry. for people who can't stand up, maybe, or just maybe they, it's it's good to like give them opportunities or also um, um, a voice, you know, like to raise their voices. Um, I don't just want to be like some sort of like transmitter, you know, but I want to use my privilege, you know, and not um, and I and to also have this is my responsibility. If I have the possibility to do something, I see it as one of my responsibilities to some to to not helping each other, but to like um, to sp speak up, you know. To rethink, reconstruct, revalue, uh, maybe. And it's interesting because most of the times when it comes to charity work, and it's also about this all profit thing, you should tell everybody really frankly that first of all the person who profits most from doing something like Viva Conagua is yourself. As myself. So this is us. We are now living in Los Angeles. We have a really interesting inspirational life. We can work with a lot of crazy freaky people and we can give something back of course but uh, first of all we have a real privilege on that. Um, when we spoke about like uh, last week about how we're gonna work together, we, we said that we want to do every day a meeting. Like, mm -hmm. like our, because you said something about this. With, um, activism versus structure. Activism versus structure. So we had this idea to like structure every day with like a short working meeting with um, one of, uh, one of, uh, with Clara, who is also living here and, and working with us. And, supporting a lot the, the founding of Viva Conagua in California. And in the end, we had one meeting in a week because every day was so crazy full with like all these plans. Um, yeah, we did one meeting <laughs> and uh, the rest of the days we just did it. So we, both of us, like all of us, also Clara including, knew that um, there is no time to like meet. Um, every one of us is really busy. Uh, we were not there, um, the three of us, all the time. So, um, yeah. Like, when it comes to, like, this meeting structures and uh, stuff, um, uh, can you can you give the people an idea about how meetings are structured in the Vivo Conagua world, Cosmos? With the rituals? Yeah. I mean, there's many, like, um, traditions and rituals, I would say. And one of us for meetings is to start a meeting with a small check-in. So everyone is um, telling to the group um, how he or she feels, um, how, where he or she comes from, what he or she did the last two or three days or 
what's in your her um, feelings and then we do the meeting sometimes it takes longer sometimes it's really quick and in the end we um, end with insights which are voluntarily so you don't have to do it and there's only one rule no one has to comment another insight so you just um, yeah end the meeting with maybe an insight of the meeting uh, or just a feeling of what came up during the meeting and yeah that's it but for us uh, I really like I really like like it because we have some sort of like um, starting and ending of, of, of meetings And we did that with a bigger group. So we did it with musicians, Jule, Bookie, the designers, and Clara, and you and me. And we, then we did a small one in, in a working meeting. And then we never did one this week again. <laughs> we should do it soon. Um, I also like the insights a lot, especially when it comes to uh, project trips, uh, where you have sometimes a deeper meta thinking and understanding sometimes of the world i know that it's a judgment but i really feel it that way so when we are with papa shabani or francis or nobi or ashinafi or ugandan ethiopian artists sometimes you go there and you listen to their inside and you really get goosebumps and think wow okay this happened for me here here as well When? when we had when we had our meeting um, and Clara said something um, about what how how she feels here and and how she f feels the people here and and the culture um I mean we're in a different culture sometimes sometimes I come here or people think that it's the same culture but it's not you know um there's a different historical background and everything and and I feel that every day you know like there's different working ethics different meeting ethics i mean today with the, the small video and 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 then chance calm who's now doing like some voluntarily some some movies for us and then and then um he's saying like yeah yeah i, I didn't answer sorry i didn't answer the email and and you're like yeah i mean here it's it's normal to not answer for a week or longer you know or never or never and in Germany it's like Okay, if you don't answer for like two days, it's like why? You know, how how can he do that? <laughs> how dare he? So here, different culture insights can be can be a really cool tool to like uh, reflect on on what's happening on a meta level. Uh, when we come back to opportunity and patience and just do it, I can put together the dots quite. Uh, uh, quite interestingly because uh, I last week I by chance I watched the story of Viva Conakwa and saw hey Madeleine you know is supporting Viva Conakwa and I checked her out and ah she's a, a female uh, pop musician artist author by uh, from Berlin and she's currently in Los Angeles so I, I just wrote her a message and said thank you for supporting Viva Conakwa and uh, if she got time let's grab a coffee so i met her on thursday and on saturday we've been in the booth in the studio with rocky davuni who supported us last year also a grammy nominated uh, reggae artist musician and activist and activist uh, from <laughs> from ghana and and uh, and the us and of course pablo malelevier aka malelf Uh, who's, um, it was so funny because 
he told me later that there was this situation when Madeleine went out of the room and then they just made a complete new song and it was only an activist song and it was not that song which came out at the end and I'm happy that this came out because it combined all the words and it's a quite nice song and and I had the feeling that normally these three people, individuals, would have never met like together in a studio and producing a song and I'm really happy that this uh, has been done by all of them and they just did it and uh, now we negotiating with Nils Kasiske about the video because he has a really nice idea um, but of course he's an artist so he needs money like every other human being as well so we're negotiating at the moment with him you <laughs> I'm sorry Nils <laughs> why for making it transparent or yeah for negotiating um, <laughs> but there comes up a nice music video by Nils Kasiska I'm sure about that and a nice song uh, by Madeleine Yuno, Rocky Dabuni and uh, Anyway, yeah. It's gonna be a nice one. Nice. I'm always, I really, when it comes to music productions, I'm really scared when you come up with new ideas. Really scared. Because, like, he came up with these crazy ideas to just mix people, musicians, different, different music styles. And I'm like, oh my God, you know? Because I'm such, like, into music. And sometimes if you just throw people and musicians together, it's it's just a mess, you know? And, and... If you want to be respectful to like music, uh, usually it also takes time. And and if you just put like a pop, pop, really good pop musician together with like a reggae artist or activist, um, and then you know like a left wing wing ska uh, raga um, activism artist, this can be also like really challenging and maybe not working out. Um, you know, in, in the end, so. Yeah, I'm sometimes really scared when you come up with it. But sometimes it really works, and, and this time it worked, and I really liked it. I want to quote Karl Lagerfeld. Because <laughs> uh, he said one time, if you wear jogging trousers, you lost the uh, um, um, control about your life. Uh, and Karl Lagerfeld, I think he was a fashion designer, if I'm right. Uh, an old-school fashion designer, maybe, put it that way. And Malev is always wearing jogging trousers and is together with an amazing fashion designer or clothes designer like Pookie. So I really think Karl Lagerfeld, you have been wrong. Mal Elf has not lost control of his life. Um, so what else can we speak about before we go on to next week? I think you're just laughing, okay? Um, maybe what was interesting for me, I deep in, uh, dived into a totally new world for you, the gaming industry. I met this guy, he's 15 years old, he donated $125,000, I think I said it before, uh, Mr. Savage, and he also will become a co-founder of Vivo Canara California and will support us into looking into how we can activate the gaming industry, which has, I think, a huge potential because it's really attracting the young people and so Mr. Savage will become a co-founder and will do a charity stream on the 22nd of March which is supposedly the World Water Day and let me look we got now 43 minutes we could say something more but we could also keep it for next week there's a lot of things coming up and I'm really happy to like work on the 
um, upcycling fashion or clothing collection, how we how we um, now call it, and then um, yeah. So, our um, tips, recommendations are just do it, rethink, reconstruct, and revalue, and have a framework for it. And have a framework with uh, structure and activism. <laughs> <laughs> oh have my a nice, god. Nice week. <laughs>